0: Welcome, my flourishing friends. In today's episode, we get into how the breath helps the mind. We talk about the importance of the breath. We all know it's vital to life, of course, but how do we use it to help our mind be calmer and more at ease and even perhaps help us through difficult situations? And on a day to day basis, It can help us to sleep better and have less anxiety. It's really good stuff. Let's dive in. I'm Christina Hunter, and you are listening to the Live Well Green podcast, all about sustainable well being and green living. We explore how to do what is good for the planet and for ourselves in order to truly flourish. Research shows that there are tangible benefits to your health by just hitting pause on the routines and taking a few deep breaths. Our heart rate drops, our blood pressure lowers almost immediately. And the brain is flooded with oxygen, and our creativity increases while our anxiety decreases. If we do this deep breathing in nature, the benefits are multiplied. We see positive effects on our immune system and even on our learning. Studies on the health benefits of deep breathing in the forest have been explored for decades already, and you probably have already noticed this yourself. That age old saying of, Take a breath when confronted by a challenge. It actually really does help in a lot of situations. So that is what I did instinctively on September the 3rd, 2013, when at the age of 42, I sat in my doctor's office and she walked in briskly and gave me the results. It's positive. Wait, that's a good thing, right? No, it was cancer. (laughs) So I asked a few meaningless questions, and before I dared to look at my husband sitting there, I took a big, deep breath in and a long, slow exhale and said, okay, where to next? Those big, slow, deep breaths served me well over the next five years as cancer was a major focus of my life. They didn't solve what was before me, but they helped. Sometimes deep breathing was prescribed when I recovered from surgeries, and sometimes it just helped me move forward as I tried to be patient with my body, or as I coped with grief and loss. Researchers have found that deep breathing is one of the most immediate ways to calm the nervous system, whether it is during a yoga practice or as we just step outdoors and pause or if we just take a break right at our computer while we're working. Sometimes called the relaxation response, term coined by Herbert Benson, the Harvard research physician who gave meditation, this scientific term, and studied its effects on the body. And he first showed through documented research that simple breathing techniques can have measurable positive effects on our bodies and on our minds. Breathing is one of the tangible ways in which we connect to the natural world as well. We think about the breath as our connection to all green plants as they synthesize oxygen, and our exhalation of carbon dioxide will be taken up by plants in their respiration. Our part of this natural cycle is our direct connection to all life on earth, actually, past and present. The molecules remain, cycling through them and through us. Plants and animals, fish and water, soils and rocks, we are all part of this system. And our breath can remind us of this connection. Yoga has sometimes been defined as simply movement with breath. Yoga has been around for thousands of years. And, of course, it's a popular method of exercise and well-being. And, good news, it's not just for the fit and flexible. I may be fairly fit, but definitely not flexible. And yet, there is a yoga practice for every body type and every ability. There are many physical benefits of practicing yoga, like increased flexibility, increased muscle tone and strength lowered blood pressure, better posture, and improved balance. I still do a daily yoga practice on my own. However, just as important to me have been the mental health benefits of yoga. Yoga practices often incorporate meditation and breathing exercises to help to reduce stress, as well as increase awareness just of our bodies. And then it's been shown to help with sleep as well as mental clarity. Well, there are hundreds of types of yoga practices, meaning that there's really a yoga practice out there for everyone, no matter your age, your size, your health concerns, your range of mobility, or your experience level. So please don't be put off if what you have seen or tried didn't work for you. Chances are that you just haven't found quite the right style or quite the right teacher. One of the most commonly practiced types of yoga focuses on breathing exercises and physical movement. Postures such as mountain, which is simply standing or sitting with your shoulders back and focusing on your body's connection to the earth, can be practiced no matter your age, body size, or ability. If you're looking for a type of yoga that focuses less on movement and more on relaxation, restorative yoga is a great place to start. It helps you to relax your body and mind by incorporating a few movements as well as deep stretches. There are also an increasing number of classes that are designed to be inclusive to people of all body sizes and abilities. There are yoga classes specifically for curvy bodies, for people with limited mobility, or for folks with hearing or vision impairment. Yoga is about connecting with our bodies and minds through movement and breathing to center and calm ourselves. And that doesn't have to be involved with having an extremely flexible body or being able to do extreme poses. The benefits of having improved mental clarity and acceptance as well as the physical benefits of strength and flexibility that come with some types of yoga, are freely for everyone, regardless of your size or your ability. So I encourage you to check that out. I'll have in the show notes a guide to different types of yoga and a little bit of a rundown of chair yoga for seniors. So there are lots of ways to engage in yoga and reap the benefits of yoga. Now, yoga will often involve meditation. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Meditation often focuses on the breath as a method of allowing our thoughts to simply pass by without us getting caught up in them. I like the description from Andy on the Headspace app that I use that meditation is not about clearing the mind of thoughts, something I could never achieve. And thus, I thought I was not good at meditation. But rather, meditation is like sitting on a park bench with your thoughts being the cars going past you on a road. Now, I picture electric vehicles because I don't want to be in my little meditation analogy breathing that nasty exhaust that would come from regular cars. But your role in meditation is to simply observe the thoughts like you would observe a passing vehicle, not jumping onto that car for a ride every time one goes by. This is the process of meditation. It's letting the thoughts pass by. So not clearing your mind of thoughts, but allowing them to pass by without hopping on and getting involved with them. And our breath is often used to help us focus on something else as we let those thoughts pass us by. This means that we're not there to control the breath or to change it in any way, but instead we are trying to simply observe the breath. And this method of meditation is quite common, but it took me a long time to figure it out. The first few times I tried it, back in my late teens, I ended up just hyperventilating. (laughs) So when the teacher told me to focus on my breath, I couldn't help but to try to control it and then it was really not very relaxing at all and it just ended up increasing my stress levels but when i was encouraged to try meditation again during and after my second cancer experience i found that the instruction on how to do it was very helpful thanks to the app that i use which is called headspace and There are plenty of meditation apps out there and lots of them have free trials, but they might require a monthly or yearly subscription to unlock all of the available content, but you can do plenty of daily meditations through the free apps as well. Some of the popular options include sleepcove.com, insighttimer.com, and Headspace, as well as 10%. So Those ones will be linked in the show notes as well, just for you to check out. I don't have any affiliation with any of them, although if Headspace ever wanted to, I would be open to it. But usually the free version covers the basics of the meditation, while the paid version provides users with really hundreds of meditations and exercises for a huge range of topics as well. They might include things like nature meditations, sleep meditations, music elements, as well as visualization, and even access to teachers and coaches who can answer questions that you might have. Either way, I've found that meditation apps have made a real difference in my understanding of how to meditate and my daily commitment to at least a short meditation. As of today, I am on streak number 51 of my daily meditation practice, and it has definitely made a positive difference in my life. All right, finally, we might want to consider breathing exercises that help to energize you. Now, the two that I enjoy from my yoga practice are the Breath of Fire, not the kind of breath of fire you get from eating hot and spicy wings, but <laughs> a different kind of breath of fire. And then another one called the breath of joy. Now, the breath of fire is a type of prianayama or breath control. It is done while seated and involves a passive inhalation followed by a forceful exhalation that is the same length as the inhalation without a pause in between and in fact some studies like the one done by Sharma et al in the journal of diagnostic and clinical research in january of 2014 showed a number of benefits from this type of breathing yoga practice and i quote both types of pranayamas are beneficial for cognitive functions but fast pranayama has additional effects on executive function of manipulation in auditory working memory, central neural processing, and sensory motor performance, end of quote. So this type of breath of fire has been shown to be very beneficial for all kinds of brain functioning. These exercises have been shown to reduce stress, increase brain function, and improve respiratory health as well. And they only take somewhere between 30 seconds to perhaps a few minutes at most to do. So that means they're very accessible and we can do it pretty much anywhere. So that's what's really nice about it. Now, the other type of breathing technique to bring energy is called the breath of joy. And because I don't consume much caffeine at all because I'm so sensitive to it, If I need a lift, especially later in the day, I will often do breath of joy, and it really helps to energize and revitalize me. This one is done standing, and it involves three short inhalations, followed by a large exhale, making the (sighs) sound. And the breathing is accompanied by arm movements. First, raising your arms to shoulder height in front of you, and then out to the side, just to shoulder height, and then above you from the front. And then finally, when you exhale, so you do inhale. In, in, and then exhale, you bend your knees and sink into a standing squat, and your arms are allowed to just swing down and to behind you. So it's a really nice activity that gets your blood flowing, gets you well oxygenated, and just gets you up from your desk a little bit, which helps too. So you might want to check out a YouTube video to get the hang of what that one looks like. But be warned, this exercise may not be for everyone. According to Yoga International, and I quote, this practice may not be appropriate for everyone. Skip it if you have high blood pressure or if you suffer from any kind of head or eye injury like migraines or glaucoma. If you start to feel lightheaded instead of lighthearted, stop for a minute and just breathe normally. End of quote. So it is another great way to use the breath if that's the right one for you but we all need to breathe and focusing on the breath can be very useful to calm the mind to help us relax to help us to sleep better or even to help us feel more energized and there's really interesting evidence that's backing that up so just choose which type of practice is best for you for what you need at the moment so, that is the answer to how the breath helps the mind. The key messages from today's episode are first, that deep breathing does have the ability to slow down our nervous system and help to reduce stress, and that our breath directly connects us to all living things. And yoga can simply be defined as movement and breath. And there's a type of yoga suited to every body type and ability. So don't be put off by the term yoga or by feeling that you're not that flexible. Just go into it easily and cautiously and don't push yourself. And then meditation practice will often have us focus on our breath as a way to help us allow those thoughts to just pass by. And there are a variety of apps that can help to guide you. I use Headspace, but there are also great ones like 10%. Insight Timer, or the podcast Sleep Cove. Finally, breathing exercises can help you focus and reduce stress and increase your energy. Let me leave you with one final quote that comes from David Suzuki and Amanda McConnell, who wrote in The Sacred Balance, and I quote, Every breath is a sacrament, an essential ritual. As we imbibe the sacred element, we are physically linked to all of our present biological relatives, countless generations that have preceded us, and those that will follow. End of quote. Oh, I love that idea of being connected not just to present living beings, but also to those from the past and those in the future. It's an incredible thought. Well, that's all for now. If you are interested in exploring these issues further, please head on over to my website. It is ChristinaHunterFlourishing.com. That's Christina with a K. There you'll find all kinds of free downloadable resources, including my Sustainable Wellbeing Starter Kit and the Green Home Guide. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter. It is full of resources and inspiration and news from the flourishing community, and it comes out once a week. If you are looking for a great way to send a gift to a friend with cancer, please check out com. And if you have some inspiration about breathwork and meditation, please tag me on social media. I am at khflourishing. Finally, if you like what you're hearing, please leave me a review wherever you get your podcasts. I can't wait to talk to you again. Until then, live well green, my flourishing friends. Bye for now.